condition is a very deep, fine feeling of the heart, of the mind, and of our way of doing things. Our behavior, our standards. Keep those fellows. We have them. I'll tell you all about it. The longer you live, and the more you think of your years of Swago, the more the word condition of Swago is to you. And it's going to be something that you think about, something that's worthwhile, something that's fine, fine. Like submarines, got periscopes, like Ollie does. The rope of dope, I think your bad breath lady needs a bottle of scope, yo. We got to kick it. Like Norman Mailer needs an envelope. Like fat ass mama needs some cantaloupe. Like Walter White needs an isotope. We need to kick it Like the NSA likes to interlope Like Billy Crystal Like the guys on soap Like the mayor of San Diego Who likes to grow, yo We like to kick it Like Nancy Reagan Like Sahara School Like Galileo Like the telescope Like Mrs. Melinda Like my thick tight rope We like to kick it Like your pregnant little sister Who's got to elope Like your boy Buster Keaton Needs a skinoscope like Dr. Mark Swelby needs a stethoscope We need to kick it It's like the Cardinals Like to meet the Pope yeah. And like the Democrats Like to vote for hope uh -huh. Like Cantors rock the Torah trope We like to kick it On the ski slope Alright So, welcome to the ski slope, David Allen It's a pleasure to have you It's a pleasure to be here It's been a while yeah, it's a privilege to be here and well, uh, to be alive and to be here. So to, to uh, be alive is a privilege, definitely. Uh, definitely. Thank you for having me and inviting me. Anytime, my man. So tonight's theme is the reunion that is uh, planned to take place this coming summer, July of 2022. I believe it's July 23rd. Yes, July 23rd, uh, a Saturday. Okay. And um, from what I understand, because I was in on the last meeting, but it seems like you're sort of the the grand master of, of the reunion board, like chairman of the board, whatever, however you want to describe it. But you're, you know, and, and I, I told you before we started, like, you know, much respect to you for doing that because it uh, means a lot to everybody. So I'm sure everybody appreciates it. Yeah, it's a, um, I, I'm really happy we have so many really good volunteers who have done this before. Uh, you know, not this particular reunion, but they've been in on so many other reunions and they have so much experience and knowledge and they're so level-headed um, that it's really very helpful. Yeah, no, I was particularly impressed. Like, I guess Sharon Tanzer has done this before. She seemed to know what she was talking about. Uh, James Golden, Jimmy Golden, he he too seemed to be knowledgeable and uh, was in charge of things in the past and also, uh, you know, seems like a good fellow. In fact, I, I friended him this week. So that's, that that's, you know, is, there, is there any better sort of shout out to someone than saying that a friend of him? And he accepted it. So, so all, all good there. And, um, and I guess Chewy back in the day was, was really big at this stuff too, but uh, unfortunately he's passed. So um, yeah, Chewy's, Chewy, um, he still contributes though because it's his list. And um, oh, really? Yeah, his information. There are, uh, you know, he, it's so it's, it, he's, he's still involved. That's um, cool. Spirit is still involved. That's, That's beautiful because it really is, right? I mean, if you've done all, if saves all that stuff and you've moved on, yet people are, are able to use that for future endeavors. It really does keep your spirit going. 
literally. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Shout out to Chewy. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right. So, so tell us a little bit about like just sort of the uh, the broad strokes in terms of uh, what what's planned, and we can get into the details. Sure. So, um, so the Rogers family, which they happen to be uh, just the nicest and obviously most tolerant um, family I've I've come across, just so nice. Um, about a little, at some point early on in the pandemic, I had this idea for a reunion where um, we could meet at the camps and then hike or drive to Galilee. And at Galilee, there's a Grange, so we could have an event at the Grange. Um, and I put it out there, it was right about the beginning of the pandemic. What is, let me interrupt you for that. What is a Grange, for a those grange who don't is, know, including myself? Sure, it's like a town meeting, it's like a town hall, like a meeting oh, okay. Uh, um, you know, uh, it's a place where you can have an event in the town. And if you look up the Galilee Grange, I don't know if they have a, a website or a Facebook page, but they've had, you know, musical events there. And and so to me, it was and it's right beyond the candy stores. So it's, if you just drive through Galilee, you'll see it on the left as you go through town, um, right past the uh, old, the candy store we used to go to the first candy store. I got you. So just keep going down that road a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And so. Um, and so I put it out there and then I got a, a message through Facebook from, I think it was from Cindy Rogers saying, why don't you just have the whole thing here? And nobody had really responded to the uh, Galilee idea. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay, are you, you know, you sure? And she's like, yeah, we'd love to have everybody here. And so. Slowly- Which is cool, right? Because I feel like since Sheldon bought the camp, no, you know, rest, rest in peace, Sheldon, but yeah. there's always been this sort of aura that like, we're not welcomed. Everything's prohibited. You can't go up to the camp. Like there's this feeling that like nobody's ever going to be cooperative in that regard. And, and it's amazing to think that the Rogers are so welcoming. Yeah, they're the complete opposite of what at least, you know, maybe later on, you know, I still uh, up until recently, I guess I know why I don't have them anymore. But I, I every, you know, once a month, I'd have a dream where I was at Swago. Didn't look exactly the same. It was actually a, a, a thriving camp. <laughs> and and Sheldon would find me and, you know, and we'd have to hide. And in a lot of cases, he let us stay in the groups, but that was the, that was the uh, feeling. You could not go visit there at all. And um, now it's just the complete opposite. You know, they, they probably wouldn't kick you off if you showed up anyway. They, they only ask that you just kind of give them a heads up. So right. they don't. Um, but they are the complete opposite of, uh, of that. They are so welcoming. I agree. Um, it's just a gift, really, um, you know, that, that they own the property. It's also uh, ironic that, that uh, Tyler, right, is uh, Tyler Rogers, that his name is Tyler. Yeah. So, like, uh, <laughs> I, I'm hoping eventually in 60 years, it's like, oh, this is, we could call this Tyler Hill now. Like, right. No, no, please, please don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, the whole, well, I, I would assume Tyler Hill has that trademark. In those oh, okay, but Tyler's Hill, maybe. Right. So, um, so o- over time, I, I spoke to them, and, you know, it just, I, I, I consider myself, if, if not, you know, the camp historian, as Ed Burke is, um, mm-hmm. certainly a camp researcher. Mm-hmm. And so um, I do a lot of genealogy research and I looked up the, I knew the camp started in, in 1921 was the first summer. So I thought, okay, the hundredth year would be great. Yeah. I was able to find some documents that and dates. And, uh, and so the Rogers family, we, we talked to them, what dates would work for this. We actually were going to ready to go this past summer, but 
pandemic pushed it beyond and they said July 23rd works for them. Mm-hmm. And so perfect, the Saturday. Um, and so uh, so that's how the date got born. The um, I asked for volunteers. I got a lot of volunteers. I just want to run through those names quickly sure. because they're really helpful. Um, Bonnie to the, to the flagpole. Yes, to the flagpole, flagpole <laughs> sorry. Uh, Bonnie Pollock, um, who is not a volunteer anymore. She uh, had to step aside for a little bit because it is um, uh, a little bit too much for her at the moment. Mm-hmm. But Bonnie Pollock, um, Andrew Kay, who, um, you know, belonged to Swago. Uh, you've had him on the podcast. Yeah, uh, big fan of Andrew. Which was great. He has great pictures. And he goes back to the 1940s and 50s, I believe. Mm-hmm. Definitely the 50s. I don't mm-hmm. want to age him any longer. Well, I, think his pa- I think his parents or, or some yeah. generation before him went there as well. So Yeah, I mean, he has stuff from 1927, I think, and pictures and yeah. so forth. That one picture he has, and if no one's seen it, they should go to Facebook and take a look at it, of like the social hall of the guys playing basketball. Oh. And it's like from the night, it's got to be like 1921 or thereabouts. It's just, it's the, in my mind, the preeminent Swago picture of all time. Yeah, it's a great picture. It's so clear. The social hall is just so clean and clear. It's great. It's brand new, but it is the social hall in the way the sunlight is coming in. It's, you know, it's like when uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining looks at that photo from 1920, whatever, uh, right. and he's in the photo. It, it has that sort of vibe, but much nicer. It's not, it's not eerie in any way, shape <laughs> or form, you know, but, um, but yeah, just, it's just a magical picture. So, uh, so he's great. Um, Arlene Hoberman, uh, Kyler, mm-hmm. um, whose family was uh, group leaders, uh, head counselors, actually, I believe. Um, I hope she doesn't get mad at me for not remembering that 100%. But she also, she goes back to the 60s and the, I believe her family, because of her family, much earlier, but the 50s and the 60s. Um, both Burke brothers, um, Ed and Brian, um, you know, are, are very much involved. Um, Deva uh, Rosenblatt Weinstein now, mm-hmm. uh, from our era, of course. Uh, Jim Golden, as you mentioned before, um, Corinne Perry Weil, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Moose Miller, can't do it without Moose, no, obviously. No. Uh, Mindy Wasserman, mm-hmm. um, just about a couple of years, maybe a year or two older than us, um, same era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch Shapiro, who's been involved in a number of reunions before, um, has a lot to offer and uh, very helpful. Uh, Dr. Ricky Friedman. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, it's great for me to have Ricky on the call because I always kind of viewed myself as kind of like an anti-camper, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and being troublesome and problematic I get um, that. and having Ricky, you know, there, Ricky to me was, you know, the old, ultimate positive camper, right? Yeah, and not, not any sort of like, like that could be seen as like a bad thing, but it's not, not at all. Um, it's not at all. It's like, right. No, he's see, if you had a like, I don't know, have an election on the most popular camper of all time, I think Ricky would win. Yeah, he'd definitely be up there for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's getting all around person. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's great that he's, you know, th- to have him there. And then, of, of course, Sharon Tanzer, um, mm-hmm. so helpful um, and such a pleasure to talk to and, and you know, Zoom with, so to speak. Yes. Um, you know, uh, it's great to get to know her. And she also, she's worked with Johnny before. And I want to mention Johnny Lieberbaum, who, although he's not a volunteer per se on the calls, although he's welcome to be, um, you know, without Johnny, would never have any gear at any uh, reunion. And so, uh, and not to mention the countless memories that Johnny, you know, brings up. To go from the biggest schmuck in the camp to the supplier of merch says, <laughs> some, says something. 
Yes, it does. You know, he was way ahead of his time. He had the 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 uh, Lacoste um, alligator on the sweater. Sure. He was always sure. thinking ahead. Only when he became thin, though. He wasn't doing that when it was heavier state. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. He got the it's only when he got the fashion sense together. Yes, he got very cool. Um, and then um, last but not least, I want to mention Mike Moss because Mike has not been on the calls, mm-hmm. um, but uh, logistically, he's located uh, nearby the camp, um, and he's offered his services to help us with technical things, and he brings a lot of great ideas. And of course, again, you know, I don't view, you know, again, Mike is one of those guys who having him involved yeah, um, no, really no. is empowering for me, um, you know, to, uh, to, to get involved and do what, you know, and do whatever I'm doing as part of this team. So, um, so wanted to mention everybody who's involved because they're all very helpful and important. That's um, great. It's a great team. I mean, it's, you know, just the, the names resonate and they're all great people. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really good. And, it's, and I've been enjoying it. Um, so the idea for the event is to meet at the camps and idea, uh, you know, theoretically we'd like to keep it simple and keep our responsibilities limited, mm-hmm. you know, but we want to be helpful and we want as many people that, can possibly get there to be there. So the idea is to meet at the camps on that Saturday, um, 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., probably 10 a.m. And uh, mostly everything would be at Swatona because Swatona is really the only place you can have a reunion at this point. Um, It has the open, the open hill that looks down their their main campus looking down at the lake, um, which is unbeatable. Um, Their tennis courts, um, although they're not courts, it's still a paved flat area mm-hmm. where it's right next to the main campus. So we can put up a tent, have tables and chairs, um, connect some um, power and be able to do something with um, music and video um, and, uh, you know, and maybe some bugle calls, um, you know, if possible. And so um, it's really there's no planned individual activities, at least not at this point, you had brought up a really good suggestion. Um, that was also part of my idea at the Grange, which mm-hmm. was to have Lou Flago come back and do um, and do uh, square dancing, um, which was such a great event. Well, and, and, and like, what are the odds that it's, you know, 40 years later? Because Lou Flago at the time wasn't like a 20 year old guy, right? So it's like yeah. that he's still around and the possibility of getting him there and, you know, to hear like Montego Bay and, um, you know, that, that song about the alligator, whatever, whatever that was, you know, it's like, it would be it would be incredible. But even even, you know, that that would just be like icing on the cake. But I think like, you know, like what you're saying, like just gathering and particularly right. gathering at the camp, it, you know, listen, that in and of itself is such an entertaining spectacle that I don't know how much more you need than that. Sure, it's great if there's some music playing in the background, but it's basically about catching up with everybody and, and just and just being there and enjoying each other's company while there, I think. Yeah, you know, I mean, there have been reunions before and hopefully there will be reunions again. And it's always going to be about the personalities and the, and the friendships and the people, um, you know, more than anything else. Um, having that backdrop available um, is special and the timing hundred years kind of adds to it. Um, You know, it'll be disappointing because some people may feel like they can't go. They can't, they're not gonna be able to make it there Mm -hmm. where the city, you know, where New York city, uh, you know, Manhattan or some other, you know, major metropolitan area is better for them Mm -hmm. um, and easier to get to. Um, So um, 
we are we have one of the so a number of things that we're looking at to add to the event. Um, one of them is swimming in the lake. Um, there's a lot of camps um, that'll be in progress. Um, a lot of campers who are qualified and counselors who are qualified lifeguards mm-hmm. on their days off, um, or we can just hire straight up lifeguards from anywhere else. So swimming is a possible, uh, a real possibility. I don't think there's enough boats out there for any boating, um, but um, bring your own raft kind of thing. Bring your yeah, inflatable yeah. raft. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so you could do that. And again, the Rogers, they have a little like uh, a little they have two two buildings that they have put on the property. One is their house, um, which I believe is constructed from scratch. I don't think it's a bunk um, remade okay. or anything. It's an actual I didn't know that there's an actual house on Spatona's property that's theirs. Yeah, they built a cabin. It's nice. It's modest. It's okay. but it looks like it has a few bedrooms in there. Okay. Very nice. Um, I was inside. Very nice. Uh, like as you would expect a really nice cabin to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's midway up, I would say, you know, off of memory, midway up the Swatona campus. Um, kind of, I guess, maybe where the pavilion or really where the social hall used to be, because the social hall and the pavilion and the mess hall, though, they are not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then they have um, kind of like a, a, you know, I want to call it like a pool house right by the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, very nice. It has a little bar there. Um, and they've offered to kind of make all of that available. Um, well, the pool house, at least I don't know about their house. But, um, <laughs> or their bar. <laughs> you know, the bar, I think maybe if we, you know, if we restock it, they seem like okay. they would probably be okay with it. Well, um, keep that in mind. And so, you know, so swimming would be one thing that, you know, that you, we, that we'd like to be able to do, you know, there's no substitute a lot of, for jumping in that lake and, you know, but that's, you know, that's up to, you know, somebody who wants to do it, anybody who wants. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's an experience, like just the taste of the water, the warm spot versus the cold spot, like you, you don't get that everywhere, you know, when you, if you're in it, you know, you're in it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, just that smell, you know, mm-hmm. I, the whole the whole visceral experience of the lake is yeah. everything I hated about it when I was a kid. <laughs> I know, but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there it is in the, in the headlands of your brain. It's like, oh, yeah, this. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate this. Oh, it's great. You know, so um, as Chris Schachter would remind me, you hated camp. You always wanted to go home. You never, but for 10 years, 11 years, I was there. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, the last couple of years, you liked it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the, definitely the last few years were, you know, worth the wait, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Um, so um, so we imagine that, you know, people who come up will be able to park at Swago. And if you need um, if, you know, if, if, if walking from Swago or even shuttling in a car from Swago to Swatona is um, is too much, there is parking available on Swatona. We'll probably do some you know, kind of, you know, nothing's going to be charged for parking, but people who need, you know, preferred parking, people who, uh, you know, who finished a camp, you know, 1975, maybe, and earlier, um, you know, or who need it, anybody who might need it, Mm -hmm. um, you know, will have parking at Swatona um, as well. Um, One of the things we had talked about that were, would be a challenge would be food. How do you feed you know, everybody, how do you, you know, do that without. And, and it's a Jewish crowd. So that has to be, you know, kept in mind. Right. Uh, you're not talking about being kosher. I am. No, no, no. I'm just talking about Jews <laughs> enjoying food. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, well, the, so the way we came up with to resolve that 
is a to encourage you know we will as we get this invitation ready and it's mostly ready right now um, we have a website for registration um, and and for ordering food and the idea is when you register um, you can pre-order a lunch you know ideally it'll be a sandwich you'll have a choice of maybe six or seven you know sandwiches um, and we'll take care of the beverages and the you know um, and ice and so forth at the at, you know that'll be their water um, and uh, soft drinks. Uh, I don't think we'll be supplying any alcohol. Um, you bring your own. That's another story. Um, we'll tell you not to do. Well, that. let me ask about that. So, like, if somebody's, you know, there's no like um, bad feelings towards anyone bringing, like, you know, if you go with five or six people and say, you know what, we're going to stop at Pex and we're going to get sandwiches and we'll, you know, have a cooler on our own. Like, that's totally fine as well, right? Yeah, that's that's encouraged. It's almost preferable. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you want to bring beer, wine, whatever you want to bring. You know, mm -hmm. you're, you're in a, everybody there is an adult, um, you know, so they can you know, they can use their judgment. Um, so um, the idea, though, was to encourage people to bring their own food um, so that they don't have an issue with it. So there's you know, there's no you know, no disappointment or sure. It makes it easy to, you know, or why don't you have this? Um, mm -hmm. And then, but if you want, you could order sandwiches ahead of time. It'd be part of the registration fee or, you know, whatever that cost is going to be, which we don't know yet, which we can talk about. Um, and um, so you can order it ahead of time in this way. When you get there, there'll be, um, you know, a bag with your name on it and whatever you ordered and you have it. And this way we don't have to you know, raise the fee for everybody for food that may never get eaten or, right. you know, and, and, and take on that heavy responsibility. No. And so, I, I, and I think like, even like, it should be like very preferable. I would think for people to bring their own food, it just takes the pressure off the organizers. It's like, it's not a catered affair. It's basically coming up to camp, hanging out is, is, is the event. So like, you know, is, is it that big of a deal to stop off somewhere and pick up a sandwich or make it from home and put it in a cooler and bring it up? Like, I, I almost think that that would make it even more fun, you know, it's sort of the, the, the picnic aspect of it. Right. Yeah. I think so too. I think, you know, and you know, if for if people are traveling and it's just difficult to kind of add that to the trip, then they sure. can order something, mm -hmm. and it could be, you know, it, it'll be there. Also, we'll have something. You know, we haven't determined what kind of snacks, but we will have something for people to, you know, to munch on. Okay. Um, you know, you can't expect people to come up there for you know five hours, six six hours, oh, and have nothing. So we will have <laughs> something. Um, but uh, as far as a meal goes, we really want people to bring their own thing or order, um, you know, a sandwich ahead of time. Okay, perfect. So uh, talking about, uh, since I brought it up, you know, there will be a cost associated with this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over the next, right now, our committee of volunteers is meeting once a month. Um, and we have meetings scheduled for the next three months, um, which may sound really super organized. Um, uh, but that's new. I've never really scheduled them that far in advance, but I think now we're getting to a critical point where we have to look at uh, insurance costs and, um, you know, cutting the grass. Um, we could talk about what that is all about as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, any other, you know, even the you know tables, chairs, bathrooms, we really don't want to have porta potties there. We, we would like ideally to have those trailers that act, you know, that where you have a men's room and a woman's room uh, bathroom, and there are sinks and stalls. So, um, you know, the, all that with the tents and chairs, also the garbage, and you know, having garbage pails and a dumpster, 
uh, it can be rolled away, all of it at the end. It has a cost associated with it. Yeah. And over the next month, we're really going to try to drill down to get those estimates in place or reservations in place so that we can, I, I will, I'll lean more towards estimates. I don't know if we'll be reserving yet because we still need to see how many people um, we have and we can talk about that as well. And so once we get to that, um, you know, we'll, we'll try to get to a number so we can get the invitations out and, and give people a real idea um, of, you know, of what attending will cost. Also, um, one of the discussions we had is, well, do we want to encourage people to come with their families? And so we don't want to discourage people from bringing family. You know, people might want to come with a spouse. Um, I know my spouse wants absolutely nothing to do with it, but other people's spouses may want to come um, or grandchildren. You know, there's a lot of people I've spoken to, certainly on the committee, um, who said, you know, their grandchildren want to see what this camp is all about, that they've heard about their whole lives. So, you know, if so, the idea is that if somebody's over 18, I guess we would consider them as an attendee. If they're under 18, then we wouldn't charge as an attendee. Um, but really, it's just about, you know, breaking even here. And of course, it's not a profit uh, right. garnering process. Exactly. So, um, you know, so we'll have an idea, I would say, within the next month and a half, I would think of uh, of what this would actually cost. Yeah, I remember in the reunions past, though, there weren't a lot of spouses and, and other family members that showed up. But I guess maybe the fact that it's being held at the campgrounds, maybe it makes it a little bit different. You know, that right. the, 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 like you said, the grandchildren that have heard these stories get, get to see the place. I mean, I, I know personally, like, you know, listen, my, my wife and my kids have heard the stories many, many times. But, you know, they're not going to come. Right. If they will for parking the more i don't know about susan but maybe you know the kids <laughs> nah, um, i got other things to do also i think it's the weekend aspect of it you know you're traveling it's not like you're going for three hours to a place in the city for to meet up with people you're right. actually going to be possibly for some people overnight mm -hmm. um and so you may want to have your family come with you or at least somebody um you know traveling with you um you know if you like so that may add to it as well mm -hmm. um so some of the so uh, well, you know one of the things that Mike Moss brought up Mike had gone up to camp with um, with Peter Geller and Ira Dassa um, it was great to see Ira Dassa too in some of those pictures on Facebook because he's not a Facebook guy yeah and yeah, and you, can, you know it's so easy for me to forget um, I had looked Ira up he is on LinkedIn sorry Ira if you're hearing this at some point <laughs> find Ira on LinkedIn and I sent him a message and he wrote back. Um, and it was great to see his picture. And those guys were up there and um, and they uh, and Mike had relayed some ideas, um, you know, that he or they had. And one of them was managing expectations um, mm -hmm. about the camp property. Um, so um, I went to Swago I was a few months ago, maybe I would say six months ago. Um, I went up to meet the Rogers for the first time and uh, and they offered to drive me around, you know, Swago. And so, you know, you drive through Swago, it's hard to see much of the camp at all. You could see, you know, Dave's house and you could see the office and you could see the infirmary and you could see the backstops for the baseball fields and maybe, um, you know, a, a volleyball, you know, post at the, where the biddy courts used to be. But you're not going to see the Ranger bunks. You're not going to see the main campus. Yeah. It may not even be whether they're there or not. I couldn't tell you. You can't see them. 
because yeah. the trees and the weeds and everything that's grown uh, back to kind of its natural state. So they took me on a, uh, on a, I would say, I wouldn't call, I guess you could call it an ATV of some sort um, through Suego. And I really, you know, once you got past, you come from Sertona, you come past down that canteen road full of great memories um, and then past the- And that looks, looks kind of normal. Like that's like, okay, I kind of got it, you know? And then you go ahead yeah. and then you sort of lose, lose it by around the intervals. Yeah, well, at, for me, it wasn't even there. Like once you go past, I don't know if that's billionaires or millionaires, or I never knew which one right. But once you get past that first row and where the kitchen staff ha- um, buildings were, and I don't even know if they're there. You yeah, really but they're, they're lose, dilapidated. Yeah, so you lose a total sense of, of where you are. Um, and and so we're driving through and I'm, and like, it's really weird. Like, I, I'm pretty sure you can still see the football goalposts mm-hmm. uh, where my brother used to practice back in the day. <laughs> so, and kudos to anybody who used to hold the ball for him because I never would. Um, so I could never take that much. I did, I did that a couple of times. So good for you because you, you gave, gave your ride into Calicoon. It was good. It was worth it. So you it's saved all 50. I did. <laughs> so, um, so once you get really like where you think the mess hall is, you lose a total sense of where you are. And so they were slowing down. Like I'm looking around. I, I don't recognize. Disorienting. Yeah, you're disoriented. That's the word I was thinking of. And so they were like, look, there's the flagpole. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I, I see it. You know, and there are trees all around. Well, not all around it, but there's, there's that one tree. Sure. But it's pine. really just, it's hard to see. And really they have a path that you can drive probably around where the ranger bunks were mm-hmm. um, past where those, I get what they call the intercamp, the, the middle mid camp, junior camp, like the junior, junior bunks. Yeah. Right. So, so those three rows of bunks where they are or would have been, you drive around there and then you can kind of make, you can see the lake. So you know where you are, mm-hmm. you drive down, there is no social hall. And yeah. um, I don't think there's, maybe there's, the Arts and Craft Shack is, is still there, but it's not, not in good shape. And then there's like the little waterfront shack. Right. So, you know, and to me, it's even all a blur. But the, the basketball court is there. Um, whether or not it's in playing condition or not, no, no. it depends on your desire. I think. <laughs> it's true. That's true. It's subjective, I guess, to a certain degree. Yeah, if you're a Burke or a Kraus, you know, or, or Gary Gropper, you know, want to play. Um, there is a trailer on that that uh, Rogers family members were living in at one point. I don't know if they're still there, but um, but it's really, you know, like you can't just walk around Swago and identify the buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so cutting the grass, you know, for parking is one thing where whether that would be on Diamond One or where the infirmary area is or the foot where the football was. You know, that'll be determined by what the Rogers will allow right. and uh, and what works best. Well, that'd uh, probably be the easiest, right? The football field, like what was it? Diamond Diamond four or diamond three. I forget which which diamond that was. But that's that for visiting day, they use that as the parking lot too. Yeah. So the soccer field, right? That diamond a, yeah. that was diamond four. So uh, well not the soccer field, but the, the football field one. That that was that was where the cars were parked, I remember. Was specifically right. yes, you're right. Okay. And so I, the reason I think that that's probably better is I think of Diamond One, if they have to cut it, you know, if it's rainy out or wet, I can just imagine like mm. it being a great thing for cars where the infirmary parking lot and the football field were a little bit, you know, more you know, level. Just, well, the football field wasn't that level, but it was, it sort of seemed to be a little crooked in some way, but it was, it was yeah. like a harder ground. Okay. Okay. So I, so I imagine parking there 
and then being able to have you know a path of you know a, a you know mode that goes around all the mid you know middle bunks uh, junior campus mm -hmm. um you know maybe around the basketball course just right just a simple path right just right. so you can, you can walk it right so yeah. you can take it in um and you know I, I so you know mike had brought up you know people may be really shocked when they see camp Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of, I would say a, a very strong percentage are on Facebook already and they've seen pictures, um, you know, and, and so they know, but even, you know, I was not prepared to see Swagel, you know, so, you know, it was so unfamiliar to me mm -hmm. like that. Um, one of the best parts of that ride, um, we all see the Swatona sign, that big camp Swatona sign with the orange letters is on the porch of the canteen and you can see those pictures. I imagine the Swago sign is gone. And really every time since camp has been closed that I've driven up that road, it's, it, it hurts not to see that sign, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, know. you know, it was such like a, it made your heartbeat when you were a kid and, you know, faster, your heart was beating, beating faster when you saw it. And now you don't see it. Um, and you're kind of used to that, but I was dry. They were driving back, around the little u-turn taking me back around and near where the social hall was just like a little it's almost like a little ditch and in that ditch was the swago sign but you just happened to find it i just saw it there it was just right wow. on the side you know um and so i was so excited because you know i thought like okay we could take that sign and put it back where it was at least yeah. for that day you know how exciting that would be for people listen i'd be happy to come up an hour or two early and bring my orange paint you get to those letters. You know you know? I think the paint is good. Oh, really? All right. You may need to like bring some uh, twine to tie that sign together better. Okay. Um, I have to take a closer look at it. Okay. But it, it reminded me of uh, of Planet of the Apes at the end <laughs> on horseback. Yeah. And, uh, he sees the Statue of Liberty and starts yelling. I think it's blew it all to hell. Yeah, you lunatics! You lunatics! <laughs> you know there it was the sign. So you know, so both signs could really be where you know where they were. Hopefully, um, cool. but uh, so for Swago, the grass definitely needs to be cut so that a path can be made for people to walk around. But ideally, again, you know that may be you know just a small part of your visit you know because everything I think so I think it's just going to be you walk over there you, you check it out and then you go back because like most of, of the crowd is still going to be a Swatona hanging out there right so I think people will right. sort of mosey on down and take a take a look but then they'll mosey back you know what I mean I don't right. think it's going to be a big drawn out activity to just just walk and hang out at Swago right or you can do it on the way back to your car you could leave and just yeah hang of course out. yeah um so um, they had some other really good ideas, um, you know, built, putting a tetherball court up at Swatona, which who knows, there might even be a metal pole somewhere in Swatona mm -hmm. that's just missing a rope and a ball. Um, so that may be good. Um, we're planning visits back to the camp. Um, a lot of the volunteers want to go. They haven't seen it. Um, you know, Sharon, for example, has she's heard there's no mass hall, but she'd really kind of like to go and see it and get a lay of the land. I think it's a lot. You know, it's a lot to plan it without seeing, um, mm -hmm. you know, where would you put the bathrooms and and and, and uh, also to kind of temper it for yourself, because it's going to be weird. It is. You know, it's, it it, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, a surprise. But I think all in all, a good one, considering you still have that lake, which has always been the draw for the camp and it looks as beautiful as ever. Well, my feeling has always gone from like when I've gone up there and, and particularly I went up there, I guess, I guess about a month ago, five weeks ago or so. 
And it's, it's usually the same, although the, the feelings become, I think, more um, intense, is that you're excited, right? You go, you go to Shepton and you make that right at like what used to be Otto Tegler. I think it's a dentist now. Um, right. And it's actually called Swago Road. I don't, was it always called Swago Road? At some point, but not, I don't not think. Not always, right? So that's yeah, exciting because yeah. you see it says Swago Road. And, but then, so you're really excited and you get to the camp and then your heart sinks a little bit because you actually see the, the physical condition of it. And then, you know, you get over it. And, and, and for me, it's always when I look across from Swago, looking across the lake at like Jimmy's Hill, like right. that view is just so enduring, like that doesn't change. So that, that, that centers you again. So, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a roller coaster ride, but ultimately a good one. Right. You know, I look at the camp as, um, you know, it, you know, it's not it's not a camp anymore. And it is really they're allowing it for the most part to go back to its natural state. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not in disrepair and a lot of there may be some buildings left, but I can't imagine the effort involved in knocking down a social hall and hauling away the wood. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I get the feeling they enjoy that kind of thing. They enjoy, you know, the property. They enjoy clearing it and and allowing it to grow and 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 maintaining what they want for their use, which is great. Um, you know, but for me, you know, it's it's back. It's kind of back to its natural beauty, and it kind of goes back to my thought about the reunion in the first place. Was that um, again? I do a lot of genealogy, and I, I'm I'm constantly boring my family with you know the story of Hyman Itzkowitz, which is the Allen family real name um, mm. that was changed um, in the 1930s um, because I had an uncle, the Schachter's uh, grandfather uh, changed the name um, to, from Itzkowitz to Allen because he wanted to be a comedian. Oh, okay. And so um, Itzkowitz is much funnier though. Is that Marty Allen? Uh, no, but the, we could have run with that. Mm. Um, so Irving Allen, um, Irving Itzkowitz changed the name, but I'm always boring my family with these stories but you know this is all stuff that's gone and to me and to, you know i realize look swago's going to be gone you know it'll be the name of a lake yeah really that's it and a road at this I point um, because anybody involved with the camp at some point is already at 50 or older yeah. and you know we'll be gone and the camps will exist and as a property and we won't be able to go back there nobody will go back there and the place will just you know Nobody will ever know there was a camp there, like Camp Chicopee, which is now, um, you know, um, a, a lake with a bunch of houses on it, which is nice. You know, it's all good. Right. And nobody's alive from Chicopee to. Well, you, you, know, you sort of lose you lose track of how much time has passed in a way. You know, that's been forty years. You know, if like a camp had closed in nineteen forty one, when we were at Swaga, we'd be like. You know, that's 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 ancient history. Like, you right. know, like, who cares? Um, you know, so I guess it gives you a little bit of perspective on it. But, you know, um, that you could have been the isk instead of the owl is, is a little my well, I could have been the isk. My brother was the owl. And right. I had to come up with a play on that. And so I came up with the owl long before. Yeah. No. They had, you know, the, you know, whatever nicknames today that start with the initial in the beginning of the last name no you were you're you're uh, way ahead of your time no i made up my own nickname so i don't feel that you know god bless you i, I didn't unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> so there was there was also talk of um of like whether people wanted to stay overnight if there was going to be uh rooms that were reserved or if everyone was sort of on their own with that so where are things on on that note so we took a we took a hands off on a couple of things, uh, prime, two primary things 
we took a hands-off attitude on. One was transportation, and we can talk about that. Um, the other one was hotels. Um, so there are some visit visiting days. I don't view them as the end all for accommodations because there are, you know, 60 different places you could stay, although maybe only 30 that you would want to stay at, mm -hmm. in the, you know, in a one hour, you know, radius, um, you know, or what, you know, for, of the camp. Um, what we decided is um, Sharon, actually, we, I, I gave Sharon a list of these locations and she was going to look at certain places to block rooms. Um, but we knew that we couldn't really, you know, we, we're not going to be able to lay out for it. So we would have to put it out there for people um, to grab them if they want. Um, we'll make a list available of the of the hotels, um, you know, you know, for anybody who wants to stay. And we're going to we're, we're now, um, you know, as Mitch Shapiro pointed out, it's late in the game mm -hmm. to try to book places. Um, but there are a lot of choices out there. And I'm hoping that, um, you know, everybody now knows the weekend. They can look sure. for themselves if they want. Um, you know, I would recommend uh, a Villa Roma if you had like a group of, you know, a group of us, let's say that, you know, from, you know, 80, 81, 79, you know, in that range that wanted to hang out together. Um, you know, we could do that. Uh, there's Woodlock Pines, Woodlock Pines at that. I forget Woodlock, whatever in Hawley. There's a lot of nice places. It looks like in Hawley, very close to the camp. Um, and so, if anybody wants, you know, we can send that list out. We will, as part of our conversations, we're talking about how we can make it interactive for everybody to communicate, to coordinate places to stay, and the transportation. And so, with transportation you know, immediately the conversation came up with, well, you know, buses. And, you know, I think we're a little afraid to start booking buses from different locations. Um, you know, and, and again, it's another outlay of who knows how much money, um, who's going to take the buses, everybody going to want to take the bus from that location. You know, are they going to want to leave at this time? You know, some people may want to stay over. Right. And so we, we're taking more of a, um, of, of uh, an attitude. Decent, decentralized power. Like if people want to organize that on their own, you know, you're more than welcome to, you know, but right. and we, I, I want to help. So, you mm -hmm. know, I feel like if some, you know, if there's a group of people, you know, from, you know, from the Philly area that want to come up together and are, you know, want to try to rent something, I would work with one of them and mm -hmm. try to help them coordinate. Maybe there's somebody they don't know that wants, you know, that, that wants uh, a ride mm -hmm. uh, that can help share the cost. So, I think we want to be helpful, um, sure. coordinate, because again, it, it's really about getting everybody up there who wants to be there, and mm -hmm. even some that don't want to be there. We want to make them come up also. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we kidnap some folks. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, you know, so that's the approach on those things. Is Shacker planning on going? So he is, yes, in his own in his own style. He has said that if he's alive, <laughs> he'll go. Okay. So, uh, you know, so hopefully he'll get, I have not seen him. He, he's living in Florida uh, mostly. So I haven't seen him in a long time, although we text on the regular and there's nothing better than a text from him, right. you know, his, his salty delivery. I don't, I don't think I've seen him like in 25 years. Yeah, he's still the best looking person in my family. So. Oh, really? Oh, of okay. my, of my, of my generation. Okay. Well, younger than us are better looking. Okay, so, good. It's good to know the younger generation's holding its own. Yeah, no, smarter, funnier, mm -hmm. um, better looking, you know, the whole crew. So Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Um, 
I wanted to mention, so we, we've sent that we're using that Swago Swatona email, Gmail address, mm -hmm. um, which um, I, I don't have in front of me right now, but I should. Um, and we've been using that to send out invite, not invites, but to keep people informed mm -hmm. um, as well. So anything we do on Facebook, we do by that email. We're trying not to hammer people with emails um, because people get irritated by that. So we avoid those situations where people are replying all. And, yeah. you know, those are great, you know, when it's a bunch of us, you know, talking about stories. <laughs> but when the replies all is like, please take me off the list. It's like, yeah. Yeah, was that necessary? Yeah, you know, so it's, it, so we're, we're using that. Right now, we're, we're looking at um, what we think is, you know, probably around 200 or a minimum of 200 people um, who have responded that they want to go. Um, that would include having some, you know, you know, family with them, but over 150 to 200, I would say over 200 campers. Mm -hmm. And then, so we're looking like 200 to 225, I would say is our estimate at the moment um, of the number of people um, that would be coming. So, um, you know, and we'll get those names out, I guess, once we start doing, uh, once we get RSVPs and uh, the idea is to send out the invite and your RSVP is your paid registration that would be on the site. And we'll have a place where people can see who's coming and what years they're from, um, just in case you forget that. When, that when, when do you think that, that email requesting someone to RSVP will, will be sent? Is there a time estimate on that? No, but the emails, the, the website is ready. Mm -hmm. We have the, it's really, it could go out if we knew the cost um, and we um, solidified the food vendor, which Corinne, by the way, has done a great job. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in vetting. Um, and so I think we have the vendor. We just haven't, you know, set that up on the site with them. But ideally, you know, I'd like to think, you know, maybe by Thanksgiving, okay. you know, okay, you know that's good. I could hear the net. I'm afraid to say anything during the next call. No, I, 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 I go, it's too soon. It's too late. I got, no, I got you. But so it's just right now, it's a matter of really figuring out the, the overall costs and then breaking it down based on an estimate of 180 to 220 people coming in and seeing what that works out to. Right. And okay. um, and I want to tell you that I'm not the one doing all of that myself because I'm the guy whose canteen book was spent at the <laughs> second social. So um, okay. we'll have somebody, you know, I know Jim Golden is definitely helping me with that. Um, How'd uh, you blow a canteen book by, by the second social? What, what were you buying? Milkshakes, burgers. I, I I was I went to the dry canteen when it was open. Oh, oh. The regular canteen. Um, I just was not very. Uh, you know, it was probably milkshakes and cheeseburgers. You know, right off. I don't, the I don't think I ever went to the dry. Like, what was available? The dry. I always picture it like being. I never went there, but I think was it like toothpaste? Like it was like essentials, right? Like like medicinal stuff. Other, you could get something else. There. I felt like the. I feel like you can get like a candy bar, but maybe not. Uh, definitely was like toothpaste, and I think Stan ran that. <laughs> right. yeah. and it was very dry. It was Stan's dry sense of humor. And <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing worked on so many different levels. Yeah, really, you know, you wonder, you know, there's lots of reasons to call it the dry mm. game. Antiperspirant was sold. Yeah, probably, but I don't know if it was sold. It was probably for sale. But... <laughs> okay, right, right. True. True. You know, at least until we were like until you like an inter. Yeah. Then maybe, maybe you invested maybe in something. a ranger, you know. Maybe, right. Maybe. Hair blowers, hair dryers were, were, were up, up for sale. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, so I, any other questions or thoughts? 
No, I think that's good. As far as like the, the actual kind of in the, because I, again, like I think like as far as, well, what's the entertainment when we're there, you know, right. it's us basically. But there is, there was some discussion of like, there'll be some music, right? Like, and, and hopefully, you know, my, my personal wish would be it's like Popkin DJ, you know, would be like the ultimate perfect setup. So I guess there'll be like, a speaker there'll be music in the background but it's not like a central theme that like oh everyone get on the dance floor and dance it's well we like want to do we do want to do um and and it is um we, we've um mindy wasserman um is is um the person who is um going to coordinate it amongst all of us and i think we'll probably put stuff on facebook i know we want video so you know, we talked about a digital copy of the Swago story, so that could be playing, you know, under the tent at any point in time. Um, we also talked about um, some kind of video montage in memory. Um, you know, I don't think five hours is probably enough to cover all the people that are now gone. Mm. But um, but you know, we want to you know we want to honor the people that that made camp so great for us that aren't there. Obviously, you know, it starts with you know for me it starts with Uncle Dave. Sure. So, um, you know, but, uh, you know, but we are planning some kind of video thing that we could put under the tent, you know, on a monitor, uh, you know, maybe like a 65 inch screen, hopefully. Um, and so that is something that we want to do um, as well. Um, beyond that, you know, maybe some bugle calls, um, maybe um, something at the flagpole if Sertona and I'm sure the Rogers have a flagpole. I'm almost 100% they have one. I'm not sure if it's the Swatona one and if that's still there or not, but ideally it'd be nice to have a little flagpole thing, uh, maybe as part as- uh, of Kick it off and end it with like a flagpole ceremony. You know, that'd be yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and when, you know, when, when, the food, when the food arrives or when people can go to their bags, we could do a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, Maybe the lunch one that mm -hmm. uh, lunch call was very. Come, come and get your food, boys. Come and get your food, Ellen. Yeah, and the milk call. Milk and cookies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no scooter yeah. pies. They're moon pies, <laughs> and apparently they're not exactly the same. Ah. Uh, so I don't know if I. That might be good. Yeah, no, actually, it's <laughs> that actually is very good. It might be. It might be. It might be much better uh, that way. So um, you know, we also talked. To, um, um, Mike had brought up. Um, connecting the artesian well, yeah, which again would be, you know, a how much would that cost? Although mm -hmm. I get the feeling he tried to do it on his own, mm -hmm. um, but um, a how much it would it cost? Do the Rogers care um, about that? Maybe they really like it once mm -hmm. they tasted it. They'd be like, "Ooh, this is mm -hmm. good." Uh, they start, yeah, start a water company, right? Exactly. Uh, we also want to have a gift for the Rogers family. Um, I don't know if they listen to absolutely, the podcast, but um, we we definitely want to um, give them. Um, something that could remotely express our appreciation um, for, uh, for, you know, for having us there. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I want to, I want to just, I want to touch on it and the, the political stuff, um, which is in just a very slight way. Um, okay. it, things have been so polarized over the past few years. And I have some really close Swago friends that I love that are completely on the other side of the spectrum. And really? Was, yes. <laughs> and uh, and when, I, when I started planning this reunion, I, you know, or we started talking about the reunion, I realized, you know, how I would be viewed, not just by, by the other campers, but by the Rogers family, if I was vitriolic 
online about how I felt. And I have been. You um, have been. I think I actually you, commented one time that you were, you know, didn't go yeah, over so well. I, I snapped back at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and I lose you and as... Unswago like... <laughs> no, we never, I never, un, you know, but there were people, so. Wait, I lo- so, actually, um, it was written, you, know, so, you, you buffered as you were saying that, so I don't want it to be like unclear when the people listen to the podcast, like, what did you, like, what, what did you comment to that? Because my memory was, you said something, I was like, listen, just everybody should, you know, treat each other with love. And, and you were like, I don't know, you weren't, you weren't hearing that. And, and yeah, you, but, you were, yeah. okay. So what was your comment to me back? Well, I think like, I was in, pres- I was in between prescriptions at that point. Okay. Um, so but just now you buffered. So I didn't get, I didn't get. Yeah, so my, I, I snapped back at you. I was like, I don't need you to tell me that, mm-hmm. you know, like I know I love everybody. I, you know, but whatever it was, it's not good to be, <laughs> you know, and I was really concerned about how, you know, the Rogers would view, you know, my yelling and how the other campers would view my, you know, my behavior. And I really had always been challenged by the fact that why can some of my friends be friends with people who, you know, disagree with them on some of this stuff and others can't. And I never really faced that with politics before the last few years. And it bothered me. And I, I actually had reached out to uh, Henry Zucker, who's somebody who, you know, mm-hmm. I'm opposite of in most cases. Yep. And we had lunch and I asked him to lunch. I said, Henry, I've known you since I was a kid. I've always thought you're the sweetest guy, you know, you know, yet we're so far, we grew up in the same neighborhood. You know, how could we be so different? And we went to lunch one day to talk about, you know, talk about it. And it was a good conversation. You know, we weren't as far apart as we thought. Coincidentally, Deva shows up in the same diner at the same time in Lindbrook, which is out of her zone, although she was visiting family. And so it was really cool. There's a picture of us um, on on the Facebook page from that lunch. But um, so I decided at New Year's that I do two things. I would um, I would un I would follow back everybody political or not, that I had unfollowed for the last few years because I didn't want to see their stuff. Um, And Henry had actually suggested that I unfollow him again uh, shortly there. And rightfully so. But, um, you know, it it was a win-win for everyone. Yeah. So I, I, I followed everybody back and I stopped commenting about politics. And it's been such a it's the only New Year's resolution I've ever kept. And I still have it up until now. Um, That's great. And it's really allowed me to embrace people and get deeper with people to see people, you know, see beyond that and to say, okay, look, that guy disagrees with me. And my initial instinct is still to want to dump his bed, you know, and, and, you know, and, you know, you know, throw garbage on top of it or whatever I could do to ruin their life at camp, you know, but not Henry because Henry could kick my ass. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, but the instinct, the initial instinct is still there to kind of want to say something. But once you get past that, I just feel much more at ease and much more comfortable that this isn't the be all end all the politics and that we don't need to allow it to interfere and 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 to draw a conclusion about people over, over that stuff. And there's a lot of reasons people feel the way they feel. And it's, you know, you say you don't, you know, don't judge somebody until you walk in their shoes. If you really live that, you know, then you can kind of back off and be patient. And I only wish for the kids who I tortured in camp for those many years that I was much more patient and Zen back then. But, um, you know, so the whole thing with the, you know, whatever sign the Rogers family has or doesn't have up is- well, totally- what, what, what actually happened there? Because I'm not to, not to belabor the point, but I was a little confused as to what actually transpired. 
so um, one of the one of the former campers whose grandfather actually owned Swig was the original owner, David Kaplan, mm-hmm. um, is the Liedermans. Uh, David's Cookie Liedermans, you've always seen their name on, sure. you know, on the post box, mm-hmm. on the mailboxes. So he had said, oh, well, you know, very recently um, that, uh, well, now I hope you enjoy the reunion. There's a big Trump sign on the camp, you uh, know, that they're desecrated. You know, basically they've desecrated the... You know, and I, my first thought was, it's not for a, it's none of your business, it's none of my business, okay. And and B, like, why are you? What's your motivation? And the only thing I could come up with is maybe he still has a house by the camp, and he doesn't want all the people coming up there that day. I think he does. <laughs> you know, no, I, I, I think he actually does have a house by the camp. You know, and I and I, I saw not that that's his motivation, but yeah, man, I don't know, you know, uh, but no, I, I just think I just you know, like I, I think, like you said, I think people look at the other side of, of, of somebody who's on the other side of the political aisle, and rather than just saying I think he's wrong, they see it as I think he's evil, and and somehow or another we lost sight of like you know that uh, you you can disagree without somebody just being you know. Uh, an evil Nazi, like because because they're on the other side of of, of what you believe to be correct politically, right? Um, I mean, people live complex lives. You know, the Rogers family have you know kids who are in action. Okay, they're deployed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's enough for me to shut my mouth to begin with, no matter what side you're on, because I haven't been there. My family hasn't been there. At least not nobody close in my family has been there, and that's where I shut my mouth. You know, but whatever the complex reasons are that people find, you know, a, p- a political side that they want to be on or, or 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 feel more comfortable one way or another, that's their business. And, you know, and so, you know, maybe if there wasn't a reunion, I'd be more of a jerk uh, about it. But um, yeah, I think it seems like it seems like you sort of, uh, mat- not, you know, not to say you were immature before, but it seems like you've, you've evolved on this issue. You have more more depth on it because I think everyone's everyone's only. Like people don't root for Trump because it's fun. Like they think that's right. Like they think he's actually doing a good job. He's, you know, doing the correct thing by the country. It's not a matter of like, oh, good. He, he wants to kill people. He wants to be evil to, to minor. You know, no, I, you know, maybe there's a few people that are psychopathic in that way on both the left and the right. But most people only really want good stuff to happen. And so, you know, w- right. once you do it that way, it's good. And I, I feel like everything I've ever learned about this issue, I, I learned at, at Swago, which is like, there's no color war in the box. Right. You know, right. just apply that to life and, and it's all good. You know, it's, it's a topic of discussion. It's fun, competitive stuff, you know, if you want it to be that. But once you get back into the bunk, you know, every, everybody's got to be cool with each other. Right. You know what? I didn't think of that, but that really is a um, that really was something we were taught at a young age. If it's I a life saying, lesson. It's a life lesson for sure. You know, I, I, I view the political thing that most people um, really, you know, there's things that the other side, whatever side you're on, that they believe in that you don't like. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if they just like it less than what, you know, because nobody could be 100% all one way all the time, then they're not being honest with no, themselves. No. And I think most of the time, like we've done podcasts where it's like me, Alan, Moose, and Ed Burke. And, you know, it's mostly Moose and I are more on the right wing and Ed Burke and Alan are more on the left wing. And if we just calmly discuss issues, I think we did this with healthcare, with immigration, you eventually meet a middle ground where like nobody disagrees with each other. It's like, oh yeah, that's the, that's a sensible approach. And so I think I think most people are that way too. I think it, it just serves um, 
political dynamics to sort of make it as as um, you know binary as possible to make it an us versus them situation as opposed to like well what's 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 a reasonable middle ground solution to this right um being more tolerant makes me a happier person yeah it should Sure. <laughs> that's <all. laughs> that's you know it's good for you and good for other people too. So I hope people can think about that when they think about camp and think about you know they just kind of take a step a sec a second to yeah. think about it. Yeah, and, and not respond right away. And I think it just kind of goes away. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, listen, that's they have the audacity to even do that, right? To like make a big political statement like that. That you know that's more than whatever you've ever done. Like that. That's just like that's just impolite. You know, right. that's that's bad manners. Yes, it's bad manners. Mm -hmm. They are not going to get the honor bunk. You never saw the honor bunk over <laughs> the house. I'm sure of that. No, no, I don't, I don't. I never did see that. What is the honor bunk? Oh, that's the one that like one inspection. Yeah, I see. I see. You have won that very many times. I, I did not. I was not. I was not very good. It's fine. I'd be so much better at inspection now. I would take such now, great. I would take much better pride in whatever job I was given. Oh yeah, no, I would be. I would be out for blood to be the cleanest bunk right huh. now. Well, right now, be policing. Let me let me add it. Yeah, I police for fun. I know oh, there's dead leaves. I got it. <laughs> All right, Dial. Fucking love you, man. Love you and, too. Uh, and, and, and look forward look forward to the reunion. And thank you again for all you're doing and, and the committee for all they're doing. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great event, man, and, and well deserved. It is the centennial, even though it's pushed back a year. Um, it's it's a it's going to be a great event, great people, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And, 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 and hoping to get up to the camp with you, hopefully in the next, uh, you know, two weeks. Yeah, so. I, I like that idea. I'd like to do that. Let's also, do that. Um, if anybody listens and want to, you know, the volunteer group is always willing to have more people help. We could always use some more help. If anybody wants to help, they're welcome to join right in. All so, right. It's, you know, put it up send me a message on Facebook, anything like that. Beautiful. All right, David. Thank All you, right. my man. Love you, Howie. It's great to see you. Peace. All right. Bye-bye.